welcome everybody to lucky episode 13 of parkrun adventurers it was another big weekend last weekend a nice long weekend which is the perfect opportunity for adventurers to get out there and travel a little bit further afield from their home park runs did you have an adventure this weekend scotty well it's funny you should ask because i did being the easter long weekend great excuse to get away I headed up to Ballarat, spent a little weekend away, but we got to experience Ballarat Park Run on Saturday morning, which I have been to before. I went to their launch last year, and it was nice to visit again. One thing that did make it nice is that my daughter Kasha completed her 20th run by running at Ballarat this week. So she snuck onto the most events table. So her 20th different run. Yes, 20th different. Sorry, I forgot to mention that part. So it was a massive moment in her life. She's still talking about it now. Days later. Yep. She's completely oblivious to it, has no idea what it means. But I was a little bit excited to see her name on the most (laughs) events table. That well, was that's good. an awesome achievement. And so kudos to you and Ivana as well because obviously that achievement wouldn't have happened for Kasha without your transportation expertise and your supervision out on the course as she's under 11. And so great job, Team Trickett. Yes, and our love of adventuring. So we love to get around to see lots of different park runs and we drag Kasha with us. <laughs> She's a very lucky girl. And she enjoyed Ballarat. So Ballarat's a really flat course, fast course. And she didn't crack a PB. I didn't do a PB. It was a bit cold in Ballarat. Um, we had a good time. Doesn't, One thing doesn't I, cold usually mean you go faster? Uh, it just takes me a bit of time to warm up. Oh, okay. But one thing we did do, and I tasked her with getting some interviews... And you might have seen, we put a little photo on Facebook with her. She just went up to one of the volunteers at Ballarat and thought she'd fire some questions at him. Do you want to have a listen, see how she went? We would love to. Why did you come to Parkrun today? Oh, just to volunteer to help out. Have you run any other park runs? Yes, I have. I've been to uh, Adelaide, uh, Shepparton. Uh, where else? So a couple of other ones around Australia. So they're a great place to go and have a run when I'm visiting another place. Can you run fast? I used to be able to run fast, not anymore. I'm too old now. What do you like about volunteering? It's nice to see so many people out exercising and to help them make sure they have a good day. So it's nice to be able to volunteer and let everyone else have a, a good day. Thank you. Good on you. Thanks very much. See ya. I think we've got a future Parkrun Adventurers podcaster right there, Scotty. She talks very well. She does. She does. So if you, if you want to have a week off. Or... If I want a week off, I, I would actually like you to have a week off and I'll just do the podcast with Kasha. Oh, I think we've got to keep the male-female dynamic going. Meh. Yeah, you're right. Meh. So let's go. <laughs> yeah. Next week, I'll see if she's available. That would be good. Now, she wasn't the only Buckrun adventurer who was out getting some roving reports for us this weekend. We've got a whole sample dotted all around the country, so let's take a listen. Hi, my name is Amoy, and I am talking to Michael. Where are you from? I'm from Launceston. I live here. Why did you start Parkrun? Well, I was already running anyway, and I thought when I heard about Parkrun that that would be something that I would really enjoy, and I have. I've done 83 Parkruns altogether. What is your favourite volunteer role? Um, I like being run director. Thanks. Thank you, Emily. Hello, Celeste. How many Parkruns have you done? Today will be my 148th. I'll just write that down. Um, what is the best thing about parkrun? The people. Everyone here is so friendly, and I've made lots of new friends doing parkrun, and it really makes my weekend. 
Have you done any other park runs? Yes, I've done a couple in New Zealand and then probably another eight over Australia. Are you fast? No, <laughs> but I enjoy the, the atmosphere more than the time. What is the best thing about Loose Launceston Park Run? Definitely the people. Thank you. Hello. My name is Lani and I'm five years old and my brother's name is Rowan, he's seven. How do you run so fast? It's the power of my legs. Why do you run so fast? Because I love it. Which events have you done? Harvey Bay, Kiwana, Wynnum. And, and I think that's about it. Do you like getting dressed up at Parkrun? Totally! <laughs> What's your favourite fancy dress? Ghostbusters. Hi, my name's Emily. I'm from Diamond Creek Parkrun. I have done 10 Parkruns. I have my 10 t-shirt. I've, done, I've volunteered five times. And I've been coming with my family for two years. I love parkrun because you can, you don't have to like sleeping, you can get exercise and I like seeing my friends. I'm seven years old, almost eight, and today I asked why they like parkrun today. Ooh, what do I like about parkrun? I like the finish. <laughs> I like the feeling at the end when you know you've done it for another week and then you can have a chat with all your friends. How many Oh, that's a good question. I think I've done about 88, 89, something like that, I think. Quite a few now. What do you want to get up to? What do I want to get up to? I don't have a goal. I just want to keep on going and going until forever. Who do you run with? Who do I run with? I run with different people every week. At the moment, I'm trying to stay with Kate Petty Preston, but it's tricky. She's a very good runner. What do you like about parkrun? I love coming and running with so many other people. I love how friendly everyone is. And I love challenging myself every week. How does it make you feel when you finish doing parkrun? Oh, really good. I feel really happy and really proud of myself. What do you like about parkrun? I love the fact that lots of people who come from all sorts of different abilities all come together and and run regardless of their whether they're really good whether they run whether they walk and then everyone gets together afterwards and has a chat and some social interaction how did you find out about parkrun i found out through reading about it in the leader local newspaper how do you feel after running Tired. I want to go back to bed, I think. <laughs> My name is Levi. Today I am Parkrun Junior Adventurer at Central Lakes Parkrun. Zach, do you like Parkrun? Yes. Did you run the whole way? No. What was your favourite thing? Running. Thank you very much. That was nice to hear. Easter's really about the kids. I saw lots of kids at Ballarat. Did you have any Easter-themed Saturday park run adventuring yourself? Oh, I was at my home park run this weekend, but there were bunny ears and bobby tails and tutus aplenty to go around. Obviously, there was chocolate. There's always chocolate at Easter. One of our roving junior adventurers um, asked another one whether or not they like getting into fancy dress at park run. And I know those two particular juniors very well. And I've had opportunity on several occasions to get dressed up with them at various park runs across the country. And I have to say, getting dressed up with juniors at park run is a whole extra level of fun. So, for example, I, I've been dressed as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with nieces, uh, with nephews up in um, in Townsville and so these little boys were super excited to be Ninja Turtles and I, I was pretty excited to be a Ninja Turtle as well and so was their mum but as a you know the four of us there together you could see that we were the team and I love those sorts of opportunities I've dressed up as the Wiggles 
with a couple of juniors in there. So Rowan was dressed up as Captain Feathersword and Lani was dressed up as Dorothy the Dinosaur and I was Emma, Emma Wiggle. Uh, little known fact, Tim Oberg's son Jack saw me at that event and for the next year after that he called me Emma Wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> and then I cut all my hair off and so that, that stopped. Lani's been dressed up as a mermaid. So, you know, kids can really get in on the action and I love seeing the juniors dressed up at our at our themed events. Usually it's it's only the anniversary these days that um, the kids go all out with their parents. But have have you had experiences with Kasha and other juniors and their amazing costumes, Scotty? Yeah, now that you mention it, looking back, the kids always do get involved. If if that inspires them to get excited about parkrun that can only be a good thing too so it doesn't have to be a theme week does it no not at all i've had um one one lady she volunteered at the finish line and she brought her three kids her three young kids with her and we actually have a a park right at the finish line so she was multitasking watching her kids just play in the park as well as um being on the stopwatch and one of her boys for no particular reason was dressed as a fairy and I say, why not? You know, if it feels like a fairy Saturday, let's make it a fairy Saturday. I don't think fancy dress should have to be restricted to special events. I'm seeing more and more people running in tutus, adults running in tutus. Well, how much fun does it look? Seriously, when you, when you see kids and you'll be going out shopping and you'll see some princess you know, she's five years old and she's dressed as a princess in the shopping centre because she got to pick what she wanted to wear that day. Uh, sometimes I think adults can definitely take a leaf out of the kids' book. We, we should all be so courageous as to wear exactly what we want to wear wherever we want all the time. If that were the case, I would work in my pyjamas. <laughs> it's probably a breach of my code of conduct but, you know, I'd be comfortable. But you're right. I'm, I'm all on that bandwagon too. I like casual and I hate the idea of going to work in a suit and tie or pants and shirt just to make someone else happy. Yeah. Luckily, there's it's no dress code at Parkrun. <laughs> well, we, we do want you to wear clothes. Some people get a bit confused around Naked November. I have seen some very interesting... Uh, ensembles shall we call them i think it's important that everyone remembers it's a family event yeah but i haven't seen any nakedness maybe that's a queensland thing because it gets too hot <laughs> it is very hot up here in the summertime and that's very close to well naked november's in summer so guys leave your tops on that's mine that should be a dress code really oh, yeah i'm seeing too many guys taking their tops off when they shouldn't okay Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> um, you're allowed. You, you can say whatever you like. You might lose a few friends. <laughs> That's an interesting perspective. I know a lot of ladies who would disagree with you. Look, pick your moments, and pick, and if you if you've got it, sure. <laughs> Take your top off. But there's a lot who think they have and they haven't. But we'll leave that for another podcast. Getting back on topic, Mel, I would love to see a photo of Captain Feathersword, is it? And Wiggle Emma. Emma Wiggle. Emma okay. Wiggle. No worries. Well, how, how about I'll share that pic on the Facebook page, on the Parkrun Adventures Facebook page. And, and why don't we invite everybody to share their best pics of their junior Parkrun adventurers in their fave costumes at Parkrun? Good idea. I just thought of it. Okay, so if you're going to send those pictures in through Facebook or Instagram, how about we go with a new hashtag, Junior Adventurers. Yes, we want to see that lighting up the social media this week. Junior Adventurers. It's time to catch up with another event director who is also a new territory director. Probably the youngest we've got in Parkrun Australia. Welcome to the podcast, Miriam Tan from Dubbo. Hi Mel, hi Scott, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. 
Dubbo is quite a remote part of Australia. Where is your next closest park run? So our next closest park runs about three and a half hours away. So um, Lawson in the Blue Mountains or Singleton in the Hunter Valley and um, Tamworth, which is um, also country New South Wales, um, but still three and a half hours away. So it's a bit harder to, to tourist around. So as a territory director, you must be working on building your territory. I am indeed. I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to tell everyone what I'm building on at the moment, <laughs> but it's all very exciting um, because, like like I was saying, we're three and a half hours from another park run. So, um, park run in rural and remote communities is, um, in my experience, it has been such a wonderful thing for the community. It gets people together, it gets people moving. Um, it's a free event, so hopefully. Um, in the next couple of months, next couple of years, we can start to build on a few more rural New South Wales park runs. Okay, Miriam, I'm a little bit geographically um, challenged. So I'm actually looking at Dubbo on Google Maps at the moment. And I see you've got a town not far from you called Dunadu. Now, I think that would make a great park run name. So if, if that one's not in the pipeline, I think maybe you need... You need to get some people onto it. What do you reckon? So, if, if I may, it's called Dunny Do. Oh, Dunny Do, that's even better. <laughs> Nicknamed as Runny Poo, some people like to call it. <laughs> it's actually known because, you know, Dunny Do is a bit of play on words. It's known as quite a toilet stop um, town, I guess. Um, so, you know, there's on a the way to track. somewhere else, you mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well, it's about 45 minutes to an hour from Dubbo, but um, we'll see, we'll see. <sighs> I think that sounds like that's one of the places already, Scotty. What do you think? Dunny Do, Dunny Do, yeah, maybe. Are you the founding event director at Dubbo then, Miriam? Yes, I am. So, we launched in July last year. And what was your first experience with Parkrun? Had, had you been to another Parkrun somewhere else yourself or how did you hear about it? Yeah, I was studying uni in Newcastle. So I just moved to Merriweather, which is a suburb in Newcastle. Um, and I was living one block from the beach and I thought, I'm so lucky, I'm so close to the beach, I really want to sort of utilise and take advantage of this beautiful, beautiful scenery. I've always sort of been quite active but not... In, in a sense, a runner, I guess. Um, and I started walking and jogging along the boardwalk there and I just wanted to push myself a little bit more, I think. And I heard a friend mention Parkrun, um, so a free, you know, 5K event that was on in Carrington. So that's Newey Parkrun. Um, and I went along to my first one and a Saturday morning hasn't been the same since, I guess. Um, I moved to Tamworth then a couple of months later and luckily enough um, a lady named Heather Hunter had also contacted Parkrun Australia and together we set up Tamworth Parkrun and then a couple of months later I moved to Dubbo for work as my first job out of uni and um, seeing how well Tamworth impacted, you know, how much it impacted the community, I thought, hey, why not? <laughs> I'll start up a Parkrun. So that's my my parkrun story I guess and in, in Dubbo everyone's everyone's embraced it it's been you know different ages different shapes different sizes different abilities it's just fantastic everyone getting into it every week it's great it's been wildly successful your, your numbers are fantastic yeah I beyond my wildest dreams you know I so we get about 300 each week which um, and we've got about 2,000 registrations so it's about five percent of the Dubbo population but just looking at and numbers are definitely not a, um, a measure of how successful an, an event is um, but just looking at different towns similar size to us we seem to be going going quite well so um, Dubbo's definitely embraced the park embraced the parkrun spirit I can remember when I first moved here no one knew about parkrun or anything and you think oh to try and convince everybody how amazing this concept is but um yeah we've got 30 38 events under our belt so um I'm excited what the next year will bring for Dubbo parkrun 
Can you give us a little bit of a course description? I can. It's not in the zoo. <laughs> that's a question that I get asked all the time. <laughs> that would be the Dubbo Stampede. That's the running festival we have in August. But um, Dubbo Park Run is out and back course um, and it's along the beautiful Macquarie River. So it's mostly cement, some gravel, about a 500 metres of gravel and about 50 metres of grass. Actually, it's more bindies um, at the finish. Um, but it's most, mostly flat. There is a little bit of a hill um, about halfway through. Um, but what comes up must come down. And um, there's sort of two bridges um, on the path as well. There's a little bit of a sort of a hill ramp to sort of get get back up there. But um, the, the great thing about it is it's it's because it's in the park. You don't see any buildings or any, I guess, city life. It's just you. It's just nature. It's you running with your friends, walking with your friends, um, friends and family. So. Um, even on a clear day, you can see sort of the entrance to the zoo and some cattle and some kangaroos and beautiful, beautiful things like that. And you're also famous for some chalk drawings. And we had Easter on the weekend and you went crazy, outdid yourselves with the chalk drawings. Yeah, we are. We're lucky we've got a, f a very creative family. Um, one of them is actually a tattoo artist as well. So whenever we have a, um, a special event like... Um, Christmas or Easter or Australia Day um, or something like that, or Valentine's Day, um, it's pretty special. We, um, the, the, the family, that Doug, Doug, Debbie, Aldous, um, they're the main ones that get involved um, and, and sort of get quite creative and there's a lot of planning involved and making sure you've got enough chalk and, um, oh, it's, it's just beautiful. I guess it keeps you distracted a little bit, um, but because we live in rural New South Wales, not much rain, it obviously, it does stay there for a while, so people can enjoy it um, all week and for a couple of park runs after that, so we're very lucky. So you said uh, one of them's a tattoo artist, and, and there are quite a few park runners out there who love park run to the level where they want it inked on their person someplace. Does he give discounts to park runners? Oh, I'm not sure. I wonder if we can tattoo someone's barcode on and see if that would work. <laughs> you might have trouble finding a, a, a test subject yeah. for that one. Well, you know, I don't reckon you would. What if somebody else's barcode got tattooed onto you? Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be the barcode. What about just the logo or the tree? I think I've seen a tree on an ankle before. Yes, there's definitely a tree on an ankle out in the world. Yeah. Yes, yeah. In Sydney, perhaps, I think. Maybe the Parkrun Adventurers logo? Bring it What's, out there? Yeah, we'll, that's... we'll stick to cement for now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had anyone famous come through Dubbo Parkrun? I think probably a highlight for me was when um, Yusuf Abdi came out to visit Dubbo a couple of months ago. So Yusuf is a... 3,000 metre steeplechase um, Olympic athlete. Um, he works along with New South Wales Athletics. So he came and did our park run and slaughtered our record. It's 15 minutes 48 or something um, now. Um, so it was good just, just chatting with him and he, he stayed and, and had a chat to a lot of the park runners afterwards. And um, we've got a, uh, in, in a couple of weeks Yusuf and Scott Westcott, who is the um, – Parkrun Australia record holder and has qualified for the marathon for the Rio Olympics are coming out to Dubbo Parkrun. So it'll be a bit of a, a showdown, I think, to see who can run run the fastest. But um, it's just great having those high-profile athletes, I guess, come, come to Parkrun, which is such an inclusive and community-based event. I hope they both remember their barcodes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> A new Australian record at Dubbo in a couple of weeks' time. We're looking out for it. That's, yeah. And what's your running story, Miriam? Do you come from a running background? Um, I've always been quite active with dancing, netball, touch football, um, attending group classes and things like that, but not so much a runner. Um, but park run definitely has turned me into a runner, I guess. I've done... Um, two half marathons now and have started a little bit of training 
Um, we're lucky in Dubbo we have a, a um, world-class athletics track here, so we have access to that. Um, and we've started a little bit of um, training there, which is really good. We started doing track run as well. I'm not sure whether you guys have heard of track run. It's essentially started as park run on a track, um, but we've sort of um, partnered with Athletics New South Wales and um, not not necessarily 5Ks on a track, but we'll do, you know, a 2.4K time trial or 800 metres or something like that just to get people used to being on a track. And I, I know myself personally I wasn't in little athletics or anything like that, but being on the track is actually pretty cool and it, it, it pushes you a bit further, I think. It's got good traction and um, I guess it makes you a little bit more aware of, of, of your pacing and things like that. So, yeah, that's my, my running story. I went to Stockton last weekend and did oh, seven seconds off my PB, so I was pretty, pretty chuffed about that. Your overall PB or your just PB for Stockton Park Run? My overall PB. So my overall PB was at Albert Melbourne Park Run last year. Very flat course, as you probably know. And my, yeah, I don't know what I was on that day. I smashed my normal run time by about three minutes. Um, wow, that sounds like a really lot of wasted personal bests. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I'll you need to rein it in. <laughs> I do, I do. Um, and I will be back at Albert Melbourne in May, which will be good. It'll be good to run on that course again and see how I go. You know, so there's another like course you... close by in Melbourne. <laughs> Very close. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you might not have ever heard of it because we don't talk about it much on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we love Albert, but you've done Albert. Come and visit us at Studley, or if you like flat, go to Maribyrnong. Is Studley flat? No. Oh. <laughs> but Maribyrnong is. Well, <laughs> well I'm, in, I'm staying in the CBD, so it's whichever one I can. I've got a conference on that day, so I've got to quickly duck out, do parkrun, have breakfast and quickly make it to the conference. Oh, great. We'll see what's done with you. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> so it sounds like you've done quite a bit of adventuring. How many different park runs have you done so far, Miriam? Oh, I'm not sure. Whether it's about 15 different ones maybe. Um, and I can remember when you were mentioning that you haven't done an overseas one, I went to Singapore park run last year, so that was pretty special for me. Um, my, my dad lives over there, so I went to visit him and, of course, had to do it on a Saturday. Um, very, very humid, um, not something, I guess, Dubbo's more that dry heat. Um, and I met some great people, though, mostly from Australia or the UK. Um, but that was probably um, a highlight for me. Um, yeah, I've done a few in Brisbane, Albert Melbourne in Melbourne, um, St Peter's, most of the Newcastle ones. I think they're a bit spoilt in Newcastle. I've got a few there. But, yeah, because I'm in Dubbo, I guess it's whenever whenever I've got a trip away or something like that, I try to sneak in a park run somewhere in there. That's the way to do it. Yeah, that sounds like quite an adventurer. You tick that box, 15 different park runs. Something like that, I think, yeah. yeah. Thanks again, Miriam. Thanks, Miriam. See ya. Bye. Bye. It's time to talk stats again with our stats man, Ian Hay. Welcome, Ian. Hey, Scott. How are you doing? Great. Couldn't be better. We've been talking juniors at the top of the program, so we're hoping you've got some junior stats for us this week. What a coincidence. I've got only junior stats this week, so I've got lots to go over. So <laughs> It's amazing how that works. No, it's, it's, it's awesome, isn't it? It's serendipitous. <laughs> That's right. So I'm going to start out with just some uh, generic stats that I've uh, just pulled out of the database here. Um, I've looked at this week uh, how many – I've just basically been looking at how many juniors we've got attending park run in comparison to um, adults. Uh, so the, I went back over the last year or so, and it's, it's interesting. It sits around the 12 to 13% 
of runners are juniors, uh, and that's pretty much across the board. Um, for some reason, this week, we've bumped it all the way up to 16% of runners. Now, to put that in context of numbers, that's 3,800 juniors out of 23,000 runners this week, this weekend. Now, that's up by about 700 from our normal, so I have no idea why this weekend was a bit busier. It wasn't the same last year around Easter as well, so I don't know if it's Easter, but uh, that's quite a big jump. So. Do you think it might be proportionate to to an increase from last year, depending on... I mean, obviously, there were fewer runners at the same time last year. Yeah, it's it's percentage-based. I didn't expect it to be too too much of a difference. It's, it's sat quite nicely around the 12 to 13% month in, month out, and it hasn't really moved. Um, and it's sat around 13% quite nicely, and then it's just this massive jump to 16 in one week. So it's, um, yeah, quite strange. Possibly the event teams out there are are doing more Easter egg hunts and offering more chocolate this year. That's right. And I do see a lot of um, event teams out there pushing the, um, getting a lot of kids out, helping out with volunteer positions and then just encouraging more families to get out as well. So, yeah. Now, the other interesting thing too, I just uh, went and grabbed a couple of specific events too. So it looks like, I actually found this interesting too, uh, Tambourine Mountain had the highest percentage of juniors. Uh, so they had 11 juniors and 25 adults. Um, so that was thirty, yeah, thirty percent of juniors. And being a, a more of a trail run, I was expecting that to be less, to be honest. So, um, and the Might other be one, more families travelling to Tambourine yeah, Mountain. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the other one is Shell Harbour. So they had that was the highest number of juniors. They had seventy-seven juniors out of and two hundred and thirty-nine um, adults. Uh, so they were about twenty-four percent. Uh, but yeah, massive number of juniors. So big family. Well, sounds like big family park run. That's great. I, I love hearing about lots of juniors getting involved. 77 is, that is a massive number though. It is, isn't it? It is. <laughs> the other one that I did want to look at was our 50 and our 100 clubs as well. So I was just curious to see um, how many. It's um, obviously juniors, they um, are a bit younger and um, yeah, may not as, run as much. As, and I also looked at the under 10s as well because that's, that's even harder for them to hit the uh, 50 and 100 clubs, I guess. Uh, so I looked at the all of the juniors. We've got 18 in the 100 club and over. Um, we've got one junior sitting at 181 runs. Uh, and the next one under that 166. So that's massive. That's really cool to see. The other one we've got is yeah we've got 300. So when uh, so 328 in the 50 club and over. So that's 18 in the 100 club and over, and then 328 in the 50 club and over. So it's yeah a huge number of juniors. But just to break it down a little bit further, we've got the just the junior 10. So that's the 10s and under. Uh, we've got seven in the 100 club and over and 99 in the 50 club and over. So we're sitting right on just about at 100 in the uh, 50 club and over for junior 10s. That's great. That's that's higher than I thought it would have been. It was for me too. I didn't expect it to be that high, to be honest. So. Yeah, because we've, we've talked a little bit about my daughter, who's on 47, and it's it's been a journey. It's been a struggle at times to get her to love parkrun. So <laughs> I've got a um, six-year-old, so I know exactly what that uh, that uh, can be like sometimes. So it goes up and down. <laughs> well, I imagine five kilometres is a long distance when it's very close to the same amount of years you are in age. Mm. Most definitely. I know if I ran the amount of kilometres that's close to my age, I'd be tired too. <laughs> I'm not going to comment there, Mel. That's dangerous <laughs> territory. <laughs> Okay, so moving on very, very quickly. And the next uh, the next segment I've got here is what I've uh, called Battle of the Ages. Uh, so what I've done is I've come up with three categories for Parkrun on just uh, the Saturday just gone. Um, the three categories I've chosen are volunteers, first-timers, and PBs. Um, so what I've done is I've compared the percentage of adults and the percentage of juniors in each of those three categories. And we'll see who comes out on top. I like so. this. I like <laughs> can we guess? You can, you can take a guess if you like. So for volunteers, what percentage-wise, who do you think would come out on top, adults or juniors? Yeah, adults have got that one. Yeah, but there were a lot of junior park runners, like actual junior park run run events this weekend as well. So it might not be as big of a gap as normal, if that makes sense. Yep. So just to be specific, I probably should be more specific around volunteers. My the, the stats that I've got are 
a little bit complicated to get volunteers per se. So these are actually the, of all the parkrunners who have ran, those who have volunteered ever. Um, so I can't get who volunteered this weekend, but I can get who, who regularly volunteers. So they come along and run, and they also give back and volunteer as much as they can. So okay. within, the, within the adults, we've got 38% of the adults who ran. So 7,400 of them have volunteered at some point, which was massive. I love that number. That's so cool. Um, and the juniors come in at 20%. So they've got 800. Um, so, yeah, adults did come in on top on that one. That kind of makes sense. It does. Because it is hard for a junior to volunteer sometimes. It's much harder for the juniors to volunteer. Yeah. Without adult help. And that's why I was still impressed with that number for juniors. That is that is really high because you're right, it is, it is a harder thing for them to do. And actually, I mean, I know you said that you think 38% or 7,400 of the runners who've ever run have also volunteered. I think that's actually pretty pathetic. Yeah, well, there's another, yep, 62% who haven't, who have never volunteered and run. So, and, yeah. and I'm assuming that's only volunteered even ever once. So that's right. So, sounds to me like there's a lot of people out there that need to pick up their game. I'm kind of with you, Mel. When Ian said 38, all I heard was 62. Yeah, yeah 62 never. Yeah. And, and that's 62% that's missing out on volunteering. Like, seriously, that is, I absolutely love volunteering. There's so much fun to it. So yeah, I don't get it. Um, everyone's got to do it. Yeah. So, let's go on to first-timers. Who do you think would take out the first-timers for this weekend? Ooh. That one might be a much closer battle of the ages. Well, I'm going to go with adults because we had a campaign down here in Melbourne to find your motivation, get some first-timers down. So, I'm going to go with adults. There were, there were some big numbers in Victoria, so with uh, first-timers, most definitely. It worked. Hmm. <laughs> so adults came in at 17%. So 17% of that uh, 23,000 were um, adults, uh, were first-timers. Okay. Is, does that mean that, by and large, it was juniors that were more first-timers? 28% for the juniors. Ooh. They took that out by a long shot. So, yeah. Wow. Massive. So, yes, one each. Hmm. Very, very well. So the last one in our battle of the ages is the PBs, so the decider. Um, who got the most amount of PBs this weekend? What do you guys reckon? <sighs> See, that's another hard one because <laughs> a lot of juniors, their PBs depend on whether or not their parents can keep up with them. <laughs> and so they, they've got a, a handicap, as it were. I would say probably adults for that one. Well, I'll go with kids because kids <laughs> can't Just to be themselves. contrary. Yeah, well, <laughs> someone's got to win. So. Oh, you're so competitive. Okay, let's see who wins this one. Uh, juniors got 25% of the juniors had uh, PBs. So a quarter of them had, had uh, PBs this weekend. That's pretty Huge. high. That is very high. Can the adults take it? They were 19%. Oh. Uh, juniors had it. <laughs> I backed the wrong horse every yeah. time. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was closer between yep. between the two. Yep. And I'd uh, say that's a pretty high number too. Twenty percent or nineteen. That's People, a lot of PBs. Yeah. What do you reckon that is? Good running conditions at the moment. Good weather wise. I know up here in Brisbane, it was certainly cooler. It was still warm, but it's been cooler than it has been, so that helps. Who knows? Chocolate fueled, maybe. Everyone got stuck yes. in the eggs on Good Friday. A day early, two yeah. days early, before the Mr. Bunny arrives or Mrs. Bunny. That's right. Who would do that? <laughs> <laughs> all those, par- all those uh, yeah, parties on uh, Friday night. There's no, no drinking or anything that makes it worse. Just Easter eggs. You were mentioning earlier, Ian, as well about juniors in the milestone club so there's you know the 50 club the 10 club the 100 club but we're adventurers on this show so i'm actually interested to know about how many juniors are in the most events list in australia i think that would be an awesome one to look at that's once again it's harder for uh, the juniors to uh, get around to more park runs so it's uh, depending on the parents taking them around <laughs> it is would you, do you think that's something you could find out for us for future episodes? Most definitely. I'll include that for next month. Wonderful. Great. Already looking forward to it. 
Thanks, Ian. Thanks for coming on for our Facts in a Haystack. Still our favourite segment. Yes, always love having you. Good to you. Thanks, guys. Our number one parkrun adventurous fan, underscore PK, also known in the real world as PK, was out doing some roving adventuring for us at Mount Barker Parkrun this weekend. G'day there, this is PK or underscore PK, doing a bit of roving reporting for the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. Uh, Today we are in Mount Barker for the Mount Barker Parkrun's second birthday. Going to chat to a few different people and we'll start with Anne Ferguson, who's the Mayor of Mount Barker. Anne, I believe you were here at the very first Mount Barker Park Run. Yes, I was. And that was um, uh, an act of faith on behalf of those that were running it. And it's interesting to see the demographics of the people change, and uh, but the spontaneity and the interest is just so much heightened. It's great. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Anne. We're going to chat to a few more people now. I'm here now with uh, a fellow Derek Zoolander running group member. G'day, Scott. How you going? Good, mate. Um, so, mate, uh, Ed, pulling his Zs today? Only a little one, a sneaky little Z in the, uh, the second camera today, so hopefully it gets picked up and it's a half-decent one. Awesome, mate. Yeah, no, we, and we, we need to perfect that jump as well, and the look, hey? It's a, it's a hard you know, trifecta, isn't it? I think there's a, a bit of design that needs to go into the T-shirts, and then we'll, uh, we'll be set for the Mount Barker Zoolander, and we'll, we'll build the team up to uh, as high as we can. Good on you. Thanks, mate. And, uh, and happy birthday, Mount Barker Park Run. Yeah, happy birthday to them all, and uh, thanks, Roger and Ross. And I'm here now with John Laurie. Uh, John is the State Director? Territory. Territory Director. I knew I'd get that wrong. <laughs> Territory Director for South Australia. Uh, thanks so much for being here, John. Um, you obviously love what you do, and we've got some great uh, great park runs in South Australia. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a, it's a great community that, uh, that gets around park run, which is fantastic. I believe there are some other park runs, or uh, well, there's another one coming soon to South Australia. That's right. We're uh, heading up to Clare on Monday for their first trial, uh, and that's launching on the 23rd of April. Fantastic. See, it's a great community, as you say, and uh, it's really, uh, really good that you're here with us today. Thanks so much for, um, for helping us uh, all enjoy uh, what we do on a Saturday morning. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thanks, John. Cheers. G'day. Uh, I'm here now with uh, Gary. Gary's the reason I got into parkrun. Thank you, Gary. Uh, Gaz, uh, how did you get into parkrun? Uh, well, Paul, and uh, nice to say hello to the uh, parkrun tourists. Uh, I got into uh, parkrun via photography. Uh, I got asked to uh, photograph for one week when the regular pho- photographer was away. And uh, one week led to two weeks, led to three weeks, and uh, then I think I'm now around about the 40, 50 times volunteering on the photography role. Uh, so you started off just as a volunteer. You weren't a runner or walker at all, but I believe but you've got into it. Uh, yes, uh, through watching all the all the folks here running each week, uh, yeah, and uh, through uh, other other things I've got planned, uh, I've now got into running. So I'm now running five, six times a week. So uh, and occasionally when I'm not taking the pictures here, I do run the park run. Fantastic, but not only running it, also pulling in a sub thirty PB recently. Uh, yes, um, last week was um, 27 minutes 12, which um, I'm quite amazed by, <laughs> uh, considering that um, you know I've only been running now for like three, four months. So yeah, I'm really, really happy with that. Look, and um, yeah, Gary's one of the fantastic volunteers here at, at Mount Barker Park Run, and I know all the park runs around the world are run on volunteers. And we thank uh, thank you, Gaz, for helping us out and uh, and getting other people involved. And I want to thank Gary on behalf of all the newbies um, for you know the, the, for that person that says, "Hey, you should give it a go." Um, or, they, or they inspire you through your photos on Facebook. Thanks. Uh, no worries, Paul. And just like to say everyone out there, just uh, keep running. Um, it keeps you fit and um, it's very good for you. So good luck to all the new runners. Nice one. That's it. Peace and out from Mount Barker Park Run. Nice work, PK. He got around, got a few interviews. Well done. Good to hear John Laurie. We're going to have him on the show soon, I think. I think he's due to come on. Long overdue, in fact. Yeah. Also on in, well on Instagram this week, we went international again with Dr. Nick. He was at Swindon Lydiard Park. Have I got that right? Lydiard? They're in the UK. They're probably not going to be listening anyway, Scotty. I'd go with it. What do you mean they're not listening? <laughs> well, certainly Dr. Nick is listening, but I'm pretty sure oh, Swindon Lydiard Park, Park Run, yeah, they're probably not tuning in as avidly. As many are. 
Well, anyway, Dr. Nick was there for the first junior parkrun experience with the nephews. He had a lot of fun, but it was freezing. Well, that's a UK for you. What do you expect? <laughs> Run Joe Run was on a road trip this week. They took advantage of day off on Friday to travel four-plus hours to Bansdale with Oscar the Hound. And on the way, we were coming up with ideas for Easter costumes and settled on a challenge to answer the question, which came first, the chicken or the egg? And they followed this up with one of them got dressed up with chickens and the other one got dressed up with eggs. And happy to say the chicken beat the egg this time, but there are plans for a rematch next Easter. That sounds like a bit of fun. Maybe we should roll that out at park runs across the country. Every second person dresses up as a chicken or an egg? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then not? and then they, they race it out to see who comes first. Well, that will solve the debate, no doubt. Or, or it will split it 50-50, <laughs> depending on who's faster. Nice. Recreating Mel was back on Instagram. She did some parkrun adventures with the family, and they visited the very flat Lilydale Lake parkrun, where, surprise, surprise, she got a PB. So big congratulations to Mel. Finding My Balance was out there, cracking 69th park run at Namble Park Run this morning. It was so much cooler, but a tough one at the same time. So it sounds like Finding My Balance has been there before and came back for seconds. That's pretty cool. Another doctor, Dr. Scott Watkins. He enjoyed the amazing view at Shell Harbour. Trails and Ales mentioned that it was great to help out as guest run director at Gels Park Run. It was his first volunteering stint. And the great thing about Parkrun is that it's the same everywhere. So volunteers and runners know what to expect. So thanks, Mac, for the help out of Gels. And good luck with the blog called Trails and Ales. Worth a read if you like Trails and Ales. you probably get quite a few listeners onto that one. Or reading it at any rate. Maddie Trent was on his way home from Manjimup Parkrun's second anniversary on Parkrun Day this week and said it was time to catch up on some podcasts. He shared a little picture of the dashboard of his car and I was fairly impressed because I'm technologically challenged. It had Parkrun adventurers on the dashboard of That's his car. Easy, isn't it? it is. I, I need to to get a car that's capable of doing that. And it was nice to see Liv Coop, who you may remember from our first episode on Facebook. She and her husband introduced their nephews to Parkrun when they visited Varsity Lakes for the first time. Commented that it was a great course, mostly flat, pretty hot along the back part of the course, but I think it would have been the same anywhere in southeast Queensland on Saturday. Is that true, Mel? Was it hot up there? Um, it's not hot if you're volunteering because you get to stand in the shade and the breezes. You're having a dig at Liv. I think she pulls her weight. No, not <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a dig at Liv at all. Okay. What I'm saying is on Saturday morning, I wasn't hot because I was you're standing in around in the shade quite leisurely um, enjoying a volunteer instead of a run. The runners did report that it was quite warm. Liv also sent a special thanks to R.D. Renee, who was super friendly and welcoming out at Varsity Lakes. You mentioned Lismore is launching this week. We also have Kedron. Is that right? Kedron? Kedron? Kedron. That's not a difficult one to pronounce, <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> it's got six, you wouldn't six think, letters but, in it. <laughs> yeah. I managed to bugger it up. So, what is it? Kedron. 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 Is that in your territory? It is not. It's um, northeastern suburbs of... No, 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 no. Hold on. Let's just say it's... <laughs> is it in Brisbane? It's northern suburbs of Brisbane. Okay, so it's a city run. Maybe. Yeah. It's a suburban, suburban city run. Well, you know what? I want someone to be. I want someone to go to the launch on Saturday and send us a roving report. Oh, look! I'm sure this one's going to be very popular. All the events in that general area have been massive, so um, yeah, I, I understand it's going to be a great one. And where's the cake? 
on Saturday. We've got two anniversaries to enjoy. Well done, Taralgan. I've got to say, a very successful year at Taralgan. Their numbers are crazy. I think they're going to get another park run in that town, so well done. And Main Beach, might have heard of it. In Queensland. Yeah. They're celebrating their fifth. And everybody should be celebrating Main Beach's fifth, wherever you are in Australia, because it's the birthplace of parkrun in Australia. So that's pretty special too. What a fun episode. I loved having all the junior adventurers on the show this week, Scotty. I think we need to do more of that in the future. Get the kids on. Yep. I also enjoyed catching up with Miriam and Ian. Ian's always fun. Oh, well, they're just big kids really, aren't they? It's what the podcast is all about, big kids having big adventures. We're going to have the biggest kid in Parkrun Australia on the podcast next week. Tim's coming on, so we need your questions. Send them in via the usual channels. If you've forgotten what those usual channels are, I'll remind you, Facebook messaging works really well. It's pretty easy. Emailing also works well. Try parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. And if you're out there having an adventure this week, why don't you tell a fellow adventurer about the podcast? Get the word out. Share. Share with your friends. Come back next week. See you, everyone. Bye. Snowflakes on your back because um, I like snowflakes. Did you have fun at Parker and just sitting in the car? Not exactly. Was it cold? No, no, no. It was so warm. Why do you think I came up with the name Twinkles for you? Um, because I have twinkly eyes. Thank you for being on the Parkrun Adventures podcast, Twinkles. Bye. Bye.